Let us pray. Abba Father, we thank you this morning. Lord, we give you glory, honor, adoration, and thanksgiving to you, Father, for all that you have done and you continue to do for us. Oh, we thank you for your amazing love. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace and your kindness given towards us. We bless you, Father. Lord, we give you all the praise. Indeed, our heart is grateful. The more we see what you have done, the more we see your heart towards us, the more we understand your plan towards us. Lord, our heart returns thanksgiving to you. May your name alone be exalted. This morning, Lord, we acknowledge every good thing that is in us because of the finished work of Christ. Thank you for the healing. Thank you for the restoration. Thank you for the deliverance. Thank you for the breakthrough. Thank you for the blessings. Thank you for the anointing. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. And thank you for giving us sight. Thank you, Lord, for the hope that you have given us. And thank you for the gift of eternal life, the free gift of eternal life. We bless you, Father. For every freedom we have in Christ, we say thank you. For every blessing we enjoy, we say thank you. For making us righteous, we say thank you. For setting us apart to yourself, we say thank you. May our eyes continually see all that you have done for us. This morning, we yield ourselves one more time, Lord, and submit the totality of ourselves to your plan and your purpose. We say, may your words, Lord, come to pass in our life. Every single word that you have spoken to us, in the name of Jesus, we receive them. We receive them as seed and we look forward to the manifestation of the fruit in the precious name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Our solid faith is in this fact that you who began the work, you know what to do. You do not lack the power to bring us to where you want us to be. So we rest, Lord, in you, in your faith, in your ability, and in your never failing love, never degrading love. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for reminding us that nothing on earth, nothing in heaven, no man, no woman, no power, no authority can separate us, neither diminish us from your love. Thank you, Lord, for our eternal security. We give you praise and we give you all the glory. For in Jesus' wonderful name, we have prayed and the saints of God this morning, the choosing of God this morning, the righteous of God this morning, we say with me, amen and amen and amen. Good morning to you this morning from this side. And let me welcome you to this day's episode of our daily fellowship with the world. And of course, you know, it's your brother, Pastor Chidi Jacob, and the subject matter needs no longer introduction. However, we are looking at the secret, don't forget, the secret to seeing, experiencing, and walking in the power of God. Beloved, we are designed to see, to experience, and also to walk in that power. Watch this in every aspect of our life there is nothing god in his infinite wisdom and mercy has not made available to cover every aspect of our life and watch this beloved i encourage you to let your heart open i encourage you to let go some of the things that is keeping you bound there are things that you have found comfort in there are things that you have held on to 
It is time to let go so that the fullness of what he has done will be seen in you. Beloved, there is no doubt in my heart of what God is doing. Let me just say this to you this morning. That Christianity where a Christian is depressed is not what we are talking about. Pastor, are you saying that a Christian man cannot be depressed? I did not say that. All I know is that that Christian man is not activating the power of life inside of him. For if he does, depression will be a thing of the past. You know why? Because depression is not a fruit of the spirit. Actually, it is the opposite. Joy and peace. Hallelujah. That kind of Christianity is the one that is called religion because it has no power in it. It's just full of rituals and knowledge and a form of religion but lack power. Don't forget, beloved, the anointed one and his anointing cannot be active in our life and not seen. Beloved, we are designed to be seen, to be living epistles of the living one. Praise God that men can look at us, can look at me and look at you and they will know that Jesus is alive. Amen and amen. So this morning, I'm going to read again the same scriptures I read yesterday as a way of emphasis, as a way to remind you what characterized the ministry of Jesus. And that is important because as we see what he did and how he did it, then we know what we ought to do. In addition, it is also important we understand why he did it, why he followed the patterns which he deployed. Amen and amen. Of course, Matthew chapter 4 verse number 23, Jesus ministered from place to place throughout all of the province of Galilee. He taught the Dasco, providing skill training in their synagogues, preaching the wonderful news of the kingdom. Again, this wonderful news is supposed to remove a depressed man to joy. Amen and amen. And then healing every kind of sickness and disease. And if you're listening to me this morning for any reason, you find yourself in a corner, you find yourself depressed, you find yourself confused, I ask you to open up your heart. Let the Spirit of God free you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Again, Matthew chapter 9, verse number 35. Matthew chapter 9, verse number 35 says, Jesus walked, that means he trekked throughout the region with the joyful message of God's kingdom realm. This message that frees the depressed, frees the oppressed, frees those who are sick and give them deliverance. The Bible says he walked throughout the region with the joyful message of God's kingdom realm. He taught in their meeting houses. Again, he did that school in their meeting houses. And wherever he went, he demonstrated God's power by healing every kind of disease and illness. So this morning, in the name of Jesus, it doesn't matter what the sickness is. It doesn't matter what the cause is. May the healing power of God fill your body even as you listen at this, at this hour. In the name of Jesus, what has stopped working or what is not working properly in your body, may it receive the life of the anointed one this morning. 
in the precious name of Jesus. As Jesus sent forth his word to heal that centurion servant, so I send this word to your body this morning. Be healed, be restored, be made whole in the name of Jesus. Whatever pain is in your body, I command those pain to get out of your body in the name of Jesus. Stand up and walk without any pain in the precious name of Jesus. Amen and amen. The kingdom of God, beloved, has to be demonstrated by the power of God. Amen and amen. So there is no doubt what the nature of the ministry of Jesus was and why he did how he did it again. I've told you that every manner of sickness is evil, whether that whether it be natural, whether it be family-based, whether it be diabolical, whether it be demonic, whether it be mental, it doesn't matter whether it is physical. As long as a sickness is evil because it does not come to do good. There's no sickness that comes to do good in our lives. And it is the enemy that comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But blessed be the name of the anointed one. He has come to give us life in the precious name of Jesus. And whatever sickness has stolen from you, may it be completely completely and absolutely restored to you this morning in the precious name of Jesus. Few weeks down the line, you will suddenly realize that those symptoms have vanished, that those things that you have had to deal with for a long time are no longer their glory to Jesus. Amen and amen. So having laid the foundation, let us continue this morning to understand the five dimensions to the ministry of Jesus. Again, it's important we understand this so that we go to where we need to go to. Amen and amen. Number one, as a way of reminder, don't forget number one, Jesus showed us the way. He demoed the way for us. Amen and amen. Number two, he prepared us and how did he do it? By his death. Praise God. What does that mean? He removed everything that stood between us and God. His death is eternal solution to any sort of separation that ever existed between us and God. Secondly, his death set us free from every limitation and from every power of darkness and that wasn't a temporary work it was a once and for all work an eternal reality amen and of course like we discussed yesterday he gave us an evidence he gave us our evidence now we have the proof now we have the receipt that the work he began he finished it how did he do that he rose from the dead that jesus is alive and living is the evidence that he has saved us and saved us completely is the evidence that he served the time on our behalf he has made every condition if jesus be not raised from the dead then our faith is in vain but glory to jesus he rose from the dead and his resurrection is the evidence that he completed his work so when we talk about the resurrection of jesus 
what it should mean for us is an evidence that peace now exists between us and our Father, that we have been reconciled to our Father. So, any man who is telling you otherwise is just blind to the truth of the Scriptures. Praise God. Amen and amen. Now, number four, what did he do? He empowered us. Now, before I go further, I need you to pay close attention to what you've been listening to. If you look at this closely, you will find out that everything I have said in these dimensions are all his work. It is not my work. It is not your work. These are the works that he has done to us and for us. It is all about his work. Number one, he showed us the way. Number two, he prepared us by his death. Number three, he gave us the evidence that we have been reconciled with God, that we are no longer sinners, but now we are the righteousness of God in him. Don't forget, he gave us the evidence. Now, he is also the one that empowered us in Powered, E-D. He has already done so, beloved. And how exactly did he empower us, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters? Let us shout glory, praise, honor to his name. How did he do it? He filled us with himself. Again, Christ empowered us by filling us, not with anything less than him, but by filling us with himself. Now, please listen to me very carefully. The purpose of the death and the resurrection of Jesus, which cleared out our sin and made us righteous, is to prepare us into a house that God can live in. Again, the purpose of the death and the resurrection of Jesus, which cleared out our sins and made us righteous eternally, don't forget eternally, is to prepare us into a house that God can live by his spirit. Now, the born-again man are the many houses that Jesus spoke about. Remember, he told his disciples, I will go first of all and prepare a place and when I'm done, I will come and get you so that in my father's house, there are many mansions. There are many dwelling places. The born again man today is those dwelling place that Jesus was talking about. It's not talking about a house, a building in the sky. No, which if you go to evangelism to win a soul, Jesus will add a block to your building. Or when you give money in church, God will use that money to finish the lintel of your house or to roof your house. Those things are vain imaginations of the flesh. No, what it means is that the born again man today are the mansions again don't forget the word translated mansion is simply dwelling places so today you and i the born again man are the many mansions the many dwelling places where we and god live together as one that we have been made together as one in case you have not heard me say this 
over and over and over again. The presence of the Holy Ghost in the life of me and you today is the irrefutable evidence that our sins have been wiped away. You are the one holding on to the sin. The religious people are the ones holding on to sin. In the eyes of God, it is dealt with by his son once and for all. The presence of the Holy Ghost in my life today is irrefutable evidence that all our sins have been wiped away. Don't forget, beloved, God cannot dwell in an unholy temple. What we could not do, he did in that he died to prepare us and rose to give us the evidence. And how can you confirm this? If you look at the Gospels closely, you find out that immediately Jesus rose from the dead. The next thing was to release the Holy Spirit. He breathed upon his disciples and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Amen and amen. And when they were interviewing him, asking him about natural things in the book of Acts chapter 1, he said to them, don't worry about times and the seasons. Just know that you will receive power. Don't forget, you will receive power. Power to do what? You will receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Amen and amen. So beloved, if you are born again and filled with the Holy Ghost, you have been empowered. God has filled us with the fullness of himself. He didn't give us anything less. No, he has given us the fullness of himself. Let me recap this morning and then in the next message on this, we are going to find out why he has done all this. Now, if you have followed this, this dimension so far, you can now see that the Gospels, when you read the Gospels, you are going to read it with a different eyes because you have a deeper understanding of why things was done the way it was done. Let me recap this morning. Number one, he showed us the way. That's the stories we read in the gospel. Every miracle Jesus did in the gospel, every everything he preached in the gospel is to show us a demo, an example of what we ought to do and how our lives ought to run. Number two, he prepared us, brothers and sisters. We have been cooked up by him. Hallelujah. And how did he do it? He prepared us by his death. Amen. Once he completed that work, glory to him, he gave us our evidence and rose from the dead. The resurrection of Jesus from the dead is the irrefutable evidence, the life evidence, the living, never changing evidence that we have been made righteous. Why? Our sin matter has been settled. His rising from the dead is the evidence that we have been reconciled with God, that we are no longer sinners. We are the very righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Shockingly, there are religious organizations that have bound themselves together to deny what God has done. No wonder he's raising voices all over the place. Hallelujah. Number four, he empowered us. How did he do it? He filled us with himself. The purpose of the death and resurrection of Jesus is to prepare us into a house 
where God lives. Beloved, you can now reconcile the statement I made from the beginning that a man who has God inside, the pressure should not dwell in that house. I'm not condemning you this morning. I'm just trusting that your eyes will be open that this will be the last time it will ever occur in your life. Praise God. Amen and amen. I'm going to stop here and come back to you again tomorrow. Beloved, don't forget tomorrow is Sunday and we are going finally to see what that secret is to seeing, experiencing, and manifesting and walking in the power of God just like Christ walked. Amen. And so be expectant. And since this is our month of outreach, I'm going to reach out to you. If you have been listening to me in the city of Abuja, take this as my own personal invitation to you to church tomorrow. It's Grace Life Family Church, second floor, Tefcon Mall, Lokogoma Junction, Abuja. Amen. Again, Grace Life Family Church, second floor, Tefcon Mall, Tefcon Mall, T-E-F-C-O-N, Tefcon Mall by Lokogoma Junction, Abuja. If you need directions, it's 080 This is my own personal invitation to you if you have been listening to me in the city of Abuja and you want to be part to experience the power of God. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. I'm going to sign off here and then we meet again tomorrow in the power of the spirit please enjoy your weekend knowing that all your sins have been paid for we have the receipt that he has been paid for and you have been empowered because god has filled you with the fullness of himself this morning beloved before i get too excited let me stop and remind you you have been served shalom <music>